0: And we are live. Hi guys, welcome to an episode of the Sportsman Podcast. I'm your host David. And um, good morning. Yeah, it's a Wednesday morning. I'm still recording on, a still recording on a Thursday, but I didn't record on Monday because there was no Premier League game over the weekend, and then there was um, sports already played Champions League game on Tuesday. So I just have to record today. So talk about football in general. We talk about sports today. We lost away at um, Sporting Lisbon, yesterday. they continue our awful away record. You know that's probably stretched that stretched back 2019 if i'm not mistaken jesus christ it's so awful and yeah so we'll talk about that one and then the reason why we lost yesterday i really want to go i want to talk about three different um three persons or three group of persons or whichever or three different persons i'm blaming the players i'm blaming the ownership and i'm blaming konte has a probably blame but most of the blame really does go to the ownership, you know, but I'll talk about my reasons for each of all these three things in details as this episode is gone. But without further ado, let's, let's delve into this episode. Okay, so let's start. Our awful unbeaten record away in the Champions, or in Europe in general, because you include the Conference League, Europa League and champions league our world record in europe has been really really bad for as as much as as long as i can remember right now i mean i didn't really notice this until yesterday morning when i saw it on twitter so and listen i'm not somebody who believes in superstition in football i'm somebody who believes that listen once you step on the pitch and you do what you have to do okay let me say let's put it this way there are games when you know they say this is a buggy team but that is so minimal the the the, putting that blame on whatever it is putting that as a blame on something it is so insignificant because let's say 90%, 90% of the time you will when you put in the work you have to do you will win another game even if there's the odd one you you perform poorly in but most of the time as long as you put in the work you have to put in you will win the games you have to win so I've always had this this um, belief as long as I can remember but with sports, with sports as a team I do not believe it's once or I don't believe that's the whole a lot of it has a lot more to do with this with the team itself and the mentality and with they run things. Oh yeah, listen. Let's go let's go back to the, Let's go about the game. So when they were at um, Sporting Lisbon yesterday, um, lost the game 2-0. And the funny thing is if you if you see the results, sports losing 2-0, you will think, you know, they consider the goal on either half. No, they consider the goal in the last five minutes of added time. And to be honest with you, that was how irritated I was, right? I only saw the first goal I was conceded, I didn't bother seeing the second one. Because it, it, that was how irritated I was, I was already like, nah, you guys could not. And if you look at the manner in which the first goal was conceded, I was like, nah, there's no way I can ever take this goal seriously. For this, it's no, <laughs> no way the situation. But listen, my, if I recorded this episode yesterday night, I've probably been ranting, that's how upset I was, and I just, you know, chilled and just, you know, shut everything up. Because this guy's ruined my EP. <laughs> So where do we start let's start with the players now um prior to when the game started when the game started we we saw there was a story surrounding it marcus edwards and eric there with the big players. now marcus edwards came through the sports academy came to the sports academy he um he was somebody who really highly rated. was really highly rated People you even called him a mini messi you know like his mini messi the way he dribbles and the way he plays which a lot of fans do really really rate him now in football Making it to that level is not even just about um, talents and plays. About attitude, right? It's about play arti- attitude as a person. Your personality is a lot has a lot more to do with you making it to the next level than anything. If anything, there are, there, are people who, there are players who get away with it, but I don't know how many. I don't know how many who do. A lot of them, most of the time, they don't get away with it, and you know, and and. Yeah, so he was sent on loan. His loan spells didn't really do well. And that's why one of us, a fan, fan, and I saw tweets from fans saying, Why did we sell him? Why did we said Well, if you remember at the time, if you're a manager and you lose a player, let's say a player, you send a player out on loan, a young player out on loan, and he returns and he doesn't play well. Well, if you see the numbers, and you're not going to play him in the first because if he's not good enough to really make a name for himself down there, down in the lower leagues, he's not ready to play at the big leagues. And that's just, that's just what, unfortunately, that's what happened. And a lot of reports, came from the teams he was sent away with. And then I was people saying it was a lazy conclusion, but I, I, I think it's not. I, listen, if the, if if the transfer I mean think about all the other players sports lose every window. Alex Pritchard, for example. Alex Pritchard had a very good loan spell at Alex Pritchard had a very good loan spell at Brentford, right? Now, eventually, he was. Now, imagine Pritchard went to Huddersfield, Huddersfield, and Huddersfield, and then he became you know this Huddle-like f- f- player for them. Everybody would be like, "Oh, why did Spurs let him go?" So it's that kind of situation. All right, Edward's obviously clearly a player, and the reasons why he was sold, whatever reason it was, I think he went to Real Ave, Spurs had like 50% sell-on clause on him. I mean, I felt maybe Spurs may have tried because looking at the way he performed in Europa League with Real Ave. And um, looking at how he play, performed with them in the league and La led, led for leading into sporting to buy him for six million pounds from Rio Ave I personally think sports should have you know tried to really take a chance on him and just you know bring him back I personally think sports should have look at how much it, it have cost was look at how much it may have cost it probably been cheaper and also but yeah but listen that's a, that's by the wayside then there was a guy who came through the youth system at sporting Lisbon um at, the, at this point i'm not really upset whenever whenever play, they, are play, they are players that we just know their limitations and getting upset at them makes no sense so if they keep getting chosen despite their obvious limitations to the system and how it is you know clearly hindering the team then there's no point getting upset at them so we we'll, we'll go with the same go with basically basically the same lineup but the bad, um, ben davis bad ben davis and um bad ben davis wasn't hostile this game and yeah, that, that was basically the same thing as I champions League game against Marseille. Basically the same thing, but Ben Davis was a difference. And I've always meant I personally think thought that listen, I think Longley would have been better for better to play that game than Ben Davis. I mean, for obvious reasons. The build-up play was a lot better with Longley playing there. Um yeah, Ben Davis, yeah, it's meh, but I personally think Longley would have been better in that kind of game. It's really a way looking at how you know you may have to build up, you want to build your play from the back and you know you would do a lot better with it but no, back to the place so we started the same team emerson and right wing back i mean you all know my feelings about emerson playing right wing back for sports you all know my feelings about um um emerson Roy- sorry emerson Royal. sorry did I, who did i mention i said emerson, did I, emerson uh, sorry emerson royale specifically and listen i always felt cool we should have started um, i've always been saying that i think Son should should be should be made to sit on the bench and then Ray- Richarlison should play on the left and then Kulisetsu should play on the right. It's, you know, let Son fight for his spot, And this is one thing I've always hated about stand culture and football. And I've always hated fans who hate is a very strong word but let's say dislike. I've always disliked fans who take to a particular player and believe that the player is beyond criticism. And whenever you criticize the player, you know, it's always seen as a bad thing. I've always, my reasons for saying Son should be, should be dropped. is not it's not because i i think he's a bad player i think he should fight for his spot whether you win the golden boot or not you have to fight for your sports. Do you, whatever, if you because sound continually playing it's not even about him being bad the fact that he's, he's his performances are not very up to scratch and he's hindering the team so it's hot is him playing is hurting the team because you know, they're trying to play him. into form which i understand the problem here is that it is actually hurting the team and not really helping the team at the moment and that's where the issue is coming from that's where the issue is coming from. That's where a lot of the frustration comes from. It, now, with Son, this is not really new because I remember very well in the 2019 20 season and even last season, nineteen twenty season and even last season, these were games where Son wouldn't play well or Son would pick up, just pop up with a goal or something. And that's what Son was always good at doing. He would not play well. Even last season, when Kane was having that issue, Son wouldn't play well, wouldn't play well but Son would just pop up with a goal. The difference in this time is he's not popping up with those goals. And that's where the issue is coming from. The issue is coming from he's not popping up with those goals. And if he's not popping up with those goals, it makes you extra frustrated. Now, yesterday, the build play was very bad. The passes were not sticking, And when you watch the way Sporting Lisbon was putting passes together, they're playing passing triangle. They want to pass out of out of a press. The they want to pass out of a press. It just made you get extra upset at sports with how average their passing was yesterday night, yesterday evening, rather. You know, so, and and then on the Massimo Real, I don't even know why I should be upset at the Real anymore. I've always maintained that he should he should, shouldn't even be there. i always maintained even whenever I put up put up a team that I think should start. I do not put Emerson Ma- Real in team. There's no Sports fan who put the MS Real as right wing back whenever he's playing. There's no Sports fan who would do that. Everybody knows this is what he is, this is who he is, and this is who he is. Everybody knows that. So I don't even understand why I should be upset at the Real for being a master the amount of chances that guy got yesterday and there there, there there are two ways to look at this right there are two ways to look at this one is either imagine Royal is so either the opponents know that he's offensively he's awful and he's not he's not very good offensively. either they know that he's not good offensively and because they are aware of that they just let him have the ball because they know he will not he will self-destruct they either that or unfortunate or fortunate, or fortunately or unfortunately maybe but maybe these two points tie into each other maybe you know he's just because the other side is crowded and they're sort of locking another spot and it means that he has to step up and this is probably what i i think i think sports are quite easy to even against because of that you know because teams just know look at this for example right whenever you play in sanchez when you play in the back three like what west ham did Whenever Davis is with the ball, they don't really press that much. Whenever Davis is with the ball, they don't really press that much. When Sanchez is with the ball, they press because they know that he's not confident on the ball. They know he he has a shot. He can self-destruct. That's it. Now, when you... With Emerson Royale, people know that he isn't. So they leave him to have... I mean, the chances he was getting... There was one cross into the box that I felt a better right wing back. A better player with a better attack mindset would have done better with that. This guy was one getting most of the chances. There was a header he was getting. There was a volley. This guy just passed it to the keeper. It was very easy save for the keeper. He didn't really put in... You know, he didn't really take in that, that volley. He was getting most of the chances. And it was so annoying that he was one getting most of the chances. Because, it, because you knew he was not going to finish them. How many goals has he scored? Did he score? He yeah, has scored before, though. But it's... It's... The the, the the goals that he scored, I've seen him score, it's not like they were amazing or anything. It's, the goals just had to go in and most of the time... Which game was... I can't remember one game. can't remember which game. And even last season, and, and this one, never I've always said about sports fans, when he get carried away a lot. Even last season, when he was played, when people were saying he was playing well, he's playing well and all that. Da, 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 da. Listen, I didn't think he was because whenever... Defensively fine, but even the offensively he wasn't. When I've always said that, I always said that last season, and I was, I mean on the a group chat with that sportsman, and somebody was telling me that he started. I was like, listen, it's somebody telling me I listen to a Premier Manager. Well, that's fine if you want to the manager, but I can see with my eyes that offensively he didn't really play well. Maybe defensively maybe, but he maybe defensively fine, but offensively he didn't really play. He didn't really play well last season. I've always said this, so it's not like I'm. Manufacturing this out sort of thin air. Hey, I've always said this from even last season, I was like, I don't think he played well offensively. He was okay, that's all I would say. But offensively, I don't think he was. And then they would tell me, Oh no, he was uh, okay, fine. That's what you think, but me, I still maintain this. I remember the game at Landfield last uh, last season away, where he was going forward with the ball and then he would get to good positions, but final ball was always let would always let him down. He would uh, get to positions, good pass positions. He would not really do enough offensively, and even in a game, yeah, those games, sports where in a game against Alan Field, maybe a better right wing back would have done better with whatever space. Is, space. It was He was wasn't offensive because of space against um, Liverpool last season, against Arsenal. I think he should have done better in that game. Personally, I think he should have maybe he had a header here and there. But, Let's put it this way, those games were games where the other part of the team were so good and they were not really shackled that he could have as much playing space as he could do. But he wasn't doing enough, right? So, I imagine one, wrong. And let, don't get me excited on Kane. Kane was so bad yesterday. I don't understand how and why he was so bad yesterday. Listen, we could argue about Son being bad yesterday and playing poorly. Well, that's fine. Well, you could have taken either Kane or Son, any of the two of them, yesterday. And you you probably wouldn't even do it because they didn't click, the passes weren't going well, they were not really connecting. And then the midfield wasn't really working well at all. Everything yesterday was so bad. Could have been three new, could have been four new, could be been five. Loris was making amazing saves. There was a run from Marcos Edwards, Michael Edwards from midfield where he was just making an amazing run, probably similar to that Maradona kind, and he was dribbling and it was that could have led to a goal. Now his price tag easily, easy for Lisbon. Vis of that performance is really high. And I think on, on Twitter there was a coach I saw on Twitter, who said that after this match, don't be surprised if you will see a lot of Lisbon players, you know, getting linked with you know Premier League team, which is true. I mean, Marcos Edwards, Poro, their right wing back yesterday. Who if you put if you put Poro in the positions the positions emma was finding himself, if you put Poro there, Poro probably would have scored those goals and done better with them. There was Poro yesterday, those are the two of them that really stood out for me, Poro and Marcus Edwards. If I remember another person, I, I think I remember. If I keep going, but I can't remember somebody, anybody else. Those are the two that I know that really st- stood out for me yesterday. For Lisbon, right? And listen, Lisbon yesterday, his Sports Play. I've even before the group chat, when the group chat was, and I always said, his Sports Play to their full potential. Sports can win all the matches. Keywords is full potential. But the problem is that we don't know the potential of Sports that always shows up. And yesterday was the one that we hate so much. The one that doesn't play with his potential. That's the one that showed up yesterday. The one that we all hate so much that we all detest. The one that showed up. They were just, they were just bad. They were just so bad. Now with the manager here, why I'm gonna, I'm gonna decide the manager for this, right? And watching Conti yesterday, get upset at the Royal for wasting chances and playing poorly. I'm like, listen, man, you selected him. You had two right wing backs on the bench you had Doherty and Spence on the bench and the way he spoke about Doherty last season in glowing terms, Even Doherty was playing a lot almost on the, he was playing all the matches till, um, till he got injured, Matty Cash injured him I think broke his leg injured him and he got ruled out for the season I think 12 weeks or so, Be, so extended one season and even the preseason recovered the preseason so when he got injured and it was ruled out effectively ruled out that was when Emerson started playing down the same playing left wing back so when you look at that last season, you, you, we got we all expected that okay when Doherty becomes fit, he was excited to play right wing back over Emerson Royale. because most people were. I, was, I, was, I think I was putting Doherty in my team. Now with Jet Spence also who looked good because the cameo against Middlesbrough, Nottingham Forest, early in the season when he he looked better pace wise. He was, he was just far better than Emerson Royal. He was so so good. It's just so good that you But what I mean. He was far better, getting in better positions, even though he played in the right side of the front three, but you could see that he had the pace to get up and down the pitch. You could see that he could get into good positions. You could just see already within a, within seven minutes, seven to eight minutes came you already worried like, nah, this guy should be playing. I just didn't understand. And whatever whatever you're saying, even if you want to play safe that because you think your must is the one you trust, who probably knows your style and all that. Well, as it stands, I don't understand the trust you're gonna kind of build because clearly it's not working. And then you're going to be offended that... I'm seeing him get offended that Real was just funny. I'm like, you selected him. You didn't take him off when he was playing poorly. You left him on to really play the match and finish the match. So, who are you going to blame? And then, you know, he was the, 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 right wing back. I mean, Romero yesterday. I'm not really... I think Romero is this, right? I think what i I have a theory about Romero. Romero plays, right? The way he plays, sort of makes the other guys look good. Now, the thing is, the day when he's on his off day... Now, that's when you really see how b- uh, the other guys really being so bad. I mean, right? And the funny there's no more cross when Martin made in the first half across the box. I don't think the attackers anticipated that he would make that cross. That's how... Because they don't expect him to put And they don't trust him to make passes to him. For me, if maybe... For me, I think like, going forward, I think Conte should really consider, you know, taking Son and... Say, Son and... Um, and um, Emerson just put them on the bench. I mean, son, maybe put on the bench to fight for his spot. And just bring because if you look at even if you look at the game against Marseille, it was quite a similar story. Even about the fact that Marseille got somebody got sent off in Marseille, and then Klosek could come on and play that right wing back and really have a second outlet. If Raya played that game and finished it, probably wouldn't have scored a goal. So Kulusevski the way he played so well against. Marseille, how could you look him in the eye and tell him you're not going to start the next game after he played so, so, so well? So for me, I think the front three going forward is Richardson, Kane and Klusiewski. You know, I, I know people will say Kane played poorly, but the thing with Kane is this, right? First of all, his position is quite um, hard to dro- to take, to drop. It's hard to replace the way Kane plays, right? He's probably the only one who is of that, but that's really why he gets it. And also, the other games where he has played. So that's probably one of the, maybe he's off day that's probably the worst game i've seen in play all season right but yeah on other games where he has been amazing so he has built enough social credit already this season to say okay fine this what keeps that son hasn't really built any credit this season to say okay this is why we think he should be continually playing he hasn't really looked good this season he hasn't really you know and these are valid criticism and people telling me that oh you um you, you can't be bro listen you can't be loyal and all that da, 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 da. he played well last he did push a move well I'll tell you what, he's in playing for free. Whenever people talk about these things about players that we should be grateful and all that, isn't he free? he's not playing for free. So don't even come here and tell me that oh he's doing this. Is he playing for free? No. Is he is he play is he's when he signed a new contract, he's his son is among the highest paid players, if not the highest paid players in the club. He's among the highest paid players in the club at the moment so the scrutiny is always going to be high you know you're going to get scrutinized, heavily scrutinized for when you, this is what happens when, when you get to that next level you push to that next gear that is what happens when people begin to demand of you because they expect that you should you know you should perform to that level now come to, to picking Son and Emerson with Emerson right it's very easy with Son right we can expect that if Son gets dropped we know he's going to come back and fight for his spot, right with Emerson we know own is like listen just conclude and just say bye you know it's enough enough of all this I'm tired of you know all of all this in fact for me if I was content I would say listen after that game against West Ham because the guy comes up at very selfish after the game against West Ham where he posted a highlight on his Instagram story of him taking a, a shot and the shot was it wasn't even very average shot that most players would take didn't really lead to a goal and just shot on target not even a goal a shot on target at Fabianski who punted quite an easy save because that's like a routine goalkeeping save Fabianski saved for Emerson Royal, he posted it on his story. I was like, what? You just drew a game. You just didn't play well. And then you did that. Very funny. And then Tanganga, uh, Marcus Edwards posted on his Instagram story. On his Instagram. And then Jack Tanganga went on his um, Instagram and was posting the fire. Emoji. I was like, bro, the lack of self-awareness. I get that you're trying to support your your guy. You're to, it's your guy. It's your friend. So you, again, you're trying to support your friend. You don't realize that your team just lost in the Champions League. And, you know, everybody's really upset the fact that you're going to praise him is your opponent now. Nah, he's your friend yes but you can dm him and congratulate him by his performance but you're not going to go on instagram and do that <laughs> anyway yeah, listen i understand they could be friends and all that but there's a lot of things surrounding it now it's, it's completely different from just an academy game it's the stakes are a lot higher and for you to actually do that you're like nah this is really really, really it's indefensible <laughs> it's not really funny but listen you know that's for me i only blame content for the selection of Emerson, especially with Son, not really a lot because even it's a matter I want to blame Son and all that. I'm not really, really blame Son as much. It's I could, I could ignore the Son selection if Emerson wasn't the one playing right wing back because for me, I think offensively, I think Spurs would have done very, very much better with Emerson going forward. And Spurs deserved to lose that game. A nil-nil or a loss, Spurs deserved any of the two results because in my opinion, if you, if you played. If you keep playing Emerson and you played him for the entire match, you don't have any right to complain. You don't have any right to complain about him playing because you selected him. It's not like there's nobody on the bench. And then a lot of fans who come out and say, "Oh, we're gonna keep blaming the manager. Don't blame Conte." I'm not listening, man. You, 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 it's Conte is not beyond criticism. One. Then also, you, you this blind, this everything is in black and white. Now the ownership, right? I'm coming to them. The ownership deserves criticism every day every week of the week right but you can't keep using that to shift blame away from him. the manager should be criticized at games for decision making even if you could argue that oh fine right wing back that well you can say all of that however you want to say it but the fact of the matter is he had two right wing backs on the bench who could have been better offensively and he didn't he was familiar by massive royale well and listen at this point i'm not really mad i'm not i can't complain about the guy but i'm sounding like a broken record because whenever i see him i already know what to expect it's like this we know what to expect from a player we know what he can and can't do so why you keep playing him in the right wing back position where you, as right wing backs you what you demand of your of your right wing backs emerson isn't fulfilling them when you compare right wing backs who are playing on that county to emerson it's 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 crazy it's amazing how it's amazing how Spurs have an it's amazing how how um Emerson, you know, when you compare the so, he saw the he's com- the difference, is it's like night and day between Emerson and the other right wing backs who are playing on that country. I mean, if you look at Victor Moses at Chelsea, look at how he was very good as right wing back. If you look at Hakimi, Hakra Hakimi, Hakra Hakimi, when you, you can see the clear difference. Now, if you go to Juventus, now lee Steiner, lee, lee Steiner as right wing back, see Quadrado. Obviously, I don't think quadrado will play on that country though. But if you look at the, I think Les Stine, Les Stine did. But if you look at the demand, the, the way those people play and you look compare that now if you look at even Maddocketti, right? During Maddox play last season, he was even scoring goals, making assists from that position. When you can see the clear difference, I'm like, what exactly is the excuse? Fine, even if Docketti is using most fans, it's not everybody most fans cup of tea. I have seen content utilize Doherty and Docketty look good on the pitch. So it's not really an excuse for him to to leave this guy on the pitch. But anyway, but that, 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 that's it for me, though, on that one. Now, with the ownership here, I'm going to blame the ownership. Now, when the window ended in the 1st of, was 2nd of September, September? When the window ended, I was like, listen, the window is five 6 over 10 for me. I, I said, it's going to be 5.5 over 10 if we don't send anybody on deadline day. Deadline day. And so happened. It happened like that. I saw fans saying a 9 over 10, 8 over 10. I was like, nah, I don't think so. For me, so, for me a perfect window is not all about incoming. It's about outgoings outgoings and incoming that's the perfect window So if you, if you, now obviously i don't think a 10 over 10 window is is, is possible but a, a perfect window is ingoing and out, outgoings outgoings right i would sound like a broken record but it is where it is i will mention them sanchez should have been gone should have been sold already right sanchez should have been should have been, should have been offloaded and brought in bringing a new person and should have been offloaded and brought in a new person even if you're gonna offload Doherty. Even looking at the way Doherty played well, played well on that county last season, I would say this, right? I think Doherty should. Maybe you might understand Doherty is staying behind and may, maybe not. When, but Sanchez should have been sold. Um, Sanchez wasn't sold. Then um, um, this other guy, Tangenga probably would have been offloaded. He wasn't. And then you got, when you lose these two, when you sell these two players, you bring in two new quality players who would come in and then really, really make a clean for their spot. These two guys, for me, are like this. As long as these two didn't leave, well. I have an issue with that, and I always felt that. Listen, with Brian Hill leaving, maybe you are bringing somebody in. Maybe even if you lose Lucas basically my point here is this: if you if you go around the sports squads, right? Even if you lose Dugarity, there's always you can always get somebody better, right? If you go around this entire sports team, even if you if you think whenever a player's name come up, if you have that feeling of lack of self lack of confidence in that player, I'll tell you what. That player isn't then that that to tell you that that player isn't really good because whenever you mention the well, match what goes to your head offensively we know it's going to be very poor we we don't really know what to expect when you go Sanchez what you think about oh yeah he's going to be he's not going to be coming on the ball he's going to waste passes he's not really going to look good when he's playing and that's exactly what you expect when you see Sanchez play and that's for me is one as long as these things are there even if you're you have limitations so as long as all these things are there those issues are there you can't really get a ten over ten window. That's why I always say a ten over ten window is is not really very possible. Even I don't think most teams can achieve a ten over ten window. When you're able to shift out all your players who have this one or two issue here and there, and then it's it's and then when you bring in the when your incoming players will come in and then they really you know elevate us I really think that's where you. So, for me, some, them, and some fans are telling me, oh, I don't really think it was, oh, so I'm being too, they'll say I'm being too negative. Well, I think you can all see why, you can all see why, because even, even with Ben Davis, right, even though it looked good last season, when Ben Davis plays, it doesn't really, he doesn't really look as, doesn't really look very good. When he plays, it's not like he's bad, but when you say Longley play, played play that game against Marseille, you can see the clergyman, even when Longley came off and then Ben Davis came and played, you just the gap between Longley and Davis, you can just know Longley is a better player you could just see already that he's a better player between him and Ben Davis <laughs> right? and that's why for me, I've, I felt like Longley should have played yesterday for me with, then they sent her back in the centre of a back three I've always said, I think Sport should have signed one if you lose Tanganga it's right when they are good, Tanganga was close to leaving I think they should have brought in somebody anyways, even if you're keeping Tanganga, you're bringing somebody anyways and just you know, sell, let Tanganga go because it's right with nothing and as we probably interested but they didn't. So if if we and we die, I think at, for the goal yesterday and the chances we were, in that game, yesterday, died. Those gave where he st- he st- he stood like a like a stick for the, for the corner before um, Lisbon Lisbon scored their goal, their first goal. You know, it's it's it, it's a very amazing thing. You know, they were so poor yesterday, and you could just go and now with the ownership. That back to the ownership, but the same. That was, I didn't give it a ten. over ten. I never I didn't give it above a five. A five a six over ten. I feel like a five point five six is, is is enough, you know. And yesterday showed it. You know those kind of games yesterday showed it. Yesterday it's the ownership again. We could get angry outside and all that. But it's just the fact. I mean they announced there's going to be a cash injection. When Windows started, we saw players coming in, reflex. I was like, well, oh, fine. It looks good then everything just stopped for about a month a month or so when it started i was thinking oh they're moving so fast meaning that they're going to sort out every single thing we have issue we have but they didn't do that you know they just did what they had brought in players and then they stopped halfway and then they waited and they saw they didn't really sign anybody again and i know fans are trying to make, spin this will be positive that we signed players early well you could say that but when you look at the other issues we have it just didn't show when you look at the bench yesterday we had only one attacking option that is bad i know brian hill you know um maybe is back and Lucas Mora put them out but even if they're on the bench when you think about those two players what comes to mind do you really feel very confident that those two guys can come in and change the game for you you don't if you don't feel confident that's all you should that's that's all you should have that's all you should know you know and for me it, it just showed yesterday that sports were limited right they brought on kulisaki alone but they, wh- wh- what could you have done they was really nothing even if you bring up kulisaki came on but he, even though he wasn't looking, you know, you know, at the, looking really, 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 you know, up there yesterday, but could he have, even if you bring, okay, let's make another sub. Kane wasn't playing well, yesterday. okay, fine, let's make another sub. You couldn't because now you. So even if Son and Kane were poor, you could not take off any of the two of them or one. Of, even if they, you you can take off the two of them and bring in somebody else, because even if you take off, take you could only take off one, and that's why I have an issue there. You know, i'm like I just think I had an issue with that, and then even if one, yeah, I don't sound like a broken record, but it's it. And this is what it is. It, it's it's same old, same old. And, you know, everybody, and whenever, I know fans would say, well, if you in out, I know that. I am always, I've always been, I'm still, not I've always been, I was kind of in the center prior to the end of last, no, the last year, 2021, 2021 season, I was kind of in the middle. But 2021 summer, that window was when I was like, okay, fine, these guys clearly, they can't really do what they have, they can't really do enough for the team. They can't do they are not clearly they're not the guys for it. And now in this summer again, I still am, you know, even though you try to be, if if they had really done the window the way I expect them to do it, I would have probably said, okay, fine, probably move back to the center. But I'm not really still on the center. I'm still, you know, it's still like, nah, I don't think these guys are the guys. You know, I don't think they are. If you look at, you know, when you look at the fact that oh there was cash injection, everybody was talking about Kanjar, but they didn't really spend us they didn't really really exploit that. And then when you look at the fact that sports ownership, they've not really spent in enough money with the team they've not really put in they've not gone into the window and said okay fine let's spend money let's spend money and and not care about balancing the books then let's let's because sports could throw in 300 million pounds 200 million pounds in this last window and ffp won't even knock on their door that's how much sports are not really on the radar, close to the radar of ffp you know they could spend even 400 million pounds and ffp won't even knock on their door that's how balanced the books are so whenever whenever you change prison i'm like with the fact that i remember that sports do not compare to other teams if you if, if you look at the team sports that are compared to that they've not the ownership have not really outspent what they've put in what they've taken you know when you look at other teams who have done that if you look at the teams in that level people could say oh Man City and chelsea oh that's the reason why well what about teams like aston villa what about teams like newcastle newcastle most recently right although newcastle maybe. But what about teams like aston villa what about aston villa aston villa you know the ownership. Look at how they've they've really gone in, gone gone out all out, and really put in money in their club. So it's not really you know coming up. And when when fans make this talk about it, it, it it's not it's, it's sort of lazily claiming, oh, um it's Man City and and Chelsea. It's not. You know there are other teams around that sports are supposed to be better than that. The ownerships do more, and that's where the frustration comes comes from. And you know that's that's just my own my own me. Now, generally in this comment, do we explain? Now you argue that Pratiji is doing what he has to do, but are you telling me that Pratiji had more, he wouldn't have really tried? You know, and I, I know the cash injection was there, but you know, it just brings up questions for me that, that are just currently unanswered. But that, that's just just my take on the whole thing, though. Now, now after all of all this little mini rant, this thirty-minute rant, there's also a, a there's also there's also a, a a part here. Let's talk about this, right? If you look at the the win, if you look at the teams, if you look at the, if you look at the team y- yesterday, um, now nah, fine, I sort of expected the limitations, I expected the limitations to maybe sports to just magically do something on the boot and then the limitations won't really show, that was one. So, but if you look at sports record in Champions League away, that, that record maybe is telling that one, and also, it's the second game of the Champions League, they lost their away game, fine. You know, a lot of fans would say, okay, let's um, let's ignore that, let's not really get upset. No, you can't ignore that, obviously, but let's not really get upset about that a lot, a lot, because maybe it's just the second game, can we say a lot more? But even, even if you want to say that, it's worrying, because you don't, you don't know if Conte is going to change things. You don't know if it's, if it's going to be the same old, same old. And that's where a lot of the concerns come from, you know. But yeah, but well, even though it's just the second game, it's supposed to have a chance to go to the next game and win that that third game. I think it's against Frankfurt, it's to have a chance to go into that game and just win that game. And then get back to winning ways, because now the goal difference is not 0, because it's got to consider 2. It's to just go into that game, the next game, the, the next game and just play. And just make sure they try to, to win, to win that game. And that's just my, my take on the whole thing. That's my take on the whole thing, yeah. So yesterday also Barcelona vs Bayern Munich. Barcelona losing their game two 0 losing. I mean Barcelona sort of looked okay, but um, I mean they could have scored. with the chances they were getting. Lewandowski having the reunion with um, Bayern Munich yesterday again, and uh, <laughs> it just wasn't enough because I mean they could have scored. Maybe on another day they probably would have scored, but just wasn't enough for them. And then there was also the other game against with Liverpool and. I actually, won in the game 2-1 yesterday. Um, which was I think I think it was very important that Liverpool won that game yesterday. I know this they, they scored in the late and in the late minute last nine minutes, goal line goal line technology came for the for the rescue, was cleared of the go- cleared behind the goal line and then it was given. Liverpool winning that game two one yesterday. But I, I think it was a routine um, important it was a very important win for Liverpool to get back to win. It was very important. Ignore the goal difference front of another very important they back to winning ways. It's just the second game. I think you're still you're still a, just like they there's still really a chance. You can, you can make fun of them after they've just won that first game, but losing forward to Monaco. But I think yesterday they looked quite but with um with um Diaz, the Diaz actually I mean it's funny how you know they're trying to you know you know raise the fans and all that. He 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 looked. He didn't really still look the, guy, the part. I know people would say it's a lack of confidence and all that, but... I, I don't know. It's it's not looking good, bruv. <laughs> it's not looking good at all for for, for the guy, you know? I, I don't know, maybe as season progress, but... When, when, listen, so if you want to talk about players' new signings, 7 games into the season, 6 games into the season, or 10 games not no competition, depending on how many games you've played. But, so far, with the amount of games that have been played, you are expected to see certain signs already, Even you could, you could say the first game was, um, maybe it's new season and all that, new games and all that, but by now you should be seeing, with the amount of game time he has seen, you should be, you should be seeing certain parts of his game, like, okay fine this is what we expect, but it's not really there, it's not It's not looking, you know, it's not looking good at all, it's not at all, maybe I would say at all, but it's not really looking like the past, it's looking like a long season, like, okay fine this is what we expect, and that's why I think there's a problem, you know, with with the guy, you know, especially with the amount of money that was spent to bring it just to acquire services from Benfica last season. And That's why I think there's a bit of a a, a worry for for them, in my opinion. But yeah, that's just just my, my take on on the on this on the signing. Yeah, that's my, my own take on the, on the old one, on the whole thing yesterday. So yeah, so I um, was just a Champions League. I don't, I, I didn't really go around all the other Champions League matches. I mean, these are the ones I just kept an eye out of because I was so upset. I just kept an eye out of these ones and just, you know, <laughs> just moved on. But yeah, I think Inter Milan back to winning. I think I don't, I didn't watch Inter Milan game. I didn't really check, so I probably won't even bother talking about it. But yeah, that's all I want to talk about today. Um, the weekend, oh yeah, there's a weekend game coming up against Leicester. Now against Leicester this weekend, I expect to see, I expect to see Emerson um, drops. Listen, with Son, right? I'm not even. Even if Son doesn't get dropped, I'm not even going to get upset. I'm going to get upset if Emerson doesn't get dropped. If Doherty doesn't start there, and you know the funny thing, I'm not going to wish anybody get injured, I'm not going to say that. But players like Emerson almost never get injured because you know why. Um, if, if those of, those of you who are hoping that oh, if he gets injured, somebody will come in and then play that role and then keep him out of the team, well. It doesn't work like that because players like that hardly get injured, there's a reason, there's a reason. I, I think the reason why they hardly get injured is because nobody really looks at them as a threat so they don't really go through a lot of um, intense tackling and the, intense, nobody puts an, nobody really worries much about them, they are very easy to contain so nobody has to really go through the dark arts to stop them, people like that and that's where I think players like that hardly get injured I mean look for example, the, the injury Djoketje got from Matty Cash at Villa Park last season right i don't think nobody's gonna i mean doherty was a threat was looking really good. nobody's really gonna check for Emerson like that nobody's really gonna try to do that to Emerson scene yeah that's just the truth because he they're like nah i don't think he's a threat they just know like nah it's not really it's not he's not really much of a threat <laughs> offensively and that's why i think think they, so that's why i think players will almost never get injured but i think i expect to see that spence or doherty i'm sorry man yeah I know the last straw for me was the West Ham game. I was like, listen, if if Emerson doesn't if Emerson keeps starting, well, there's no point. I just, you know, took my mind off. And even, I, I've already been calling for him not to start. Even before before this season started, i was like, nah, I think it should, it should not be him. But that, that game against West Ham, I was like, I was disappointed that he still started. But that was already my last straw. So I'm not even that's why I'm not even worried. I'm not even upset anymore at him because this is him, this is who he is. Well, so in that game, I expect him to. If Conte still plays him and complains about him, well, you don't have any right to complain because in as much as you could argue about the manager not getting blamed for anything, he, he deserves to get criticised for that. If you you play where you know the style, you play another. But yeah, against Leicester, I hope he doesn't play that step because we need to get back to winning ways against Leicester. Um, we need to. I think right wing back that's a position that has to to really really change. The Sun position, I, I don't I'm not really. I'm not really worried a lot about Son, and I, I, I know very well a lot. I know I, I, it's it's not really. Let's put it this way: it's not as much of an issue as that right wing back one. If, I'm, if I if if I put it that way, it's not as much of an issue as that right wing back um um And then fans are calling for Hoiberg to be dropped and let, let's bring in Bissouma, Well, I saw bisuma against West Ham. It's a fact. Maybe Bissouma has to really step up and try to fight for his spot a lot more. But then again, even if we say this, how are we sure? that if we look at how emma's country has been so loyal to emerson Royale, how are we sure that um he's not going to bring in he's not he's not going to stop only leave refuse to start besuma you know and that's where the issue comes in but yeah that that's that's my take on the whole thing though but all i have to say is enough we'll, we'll wait and see how how the this, this this season goes and the rest of the week goes um so your host david and um, there's no big story today there's really nothing big that actually happened there's no controversy yet. Maybe we might see it some before the week runs out. I didn't really look out for a lot, but I think I'll, I'll see you guys by the. I'll see you guys next mon next uh, Monday. Yeah, and then um, have a nice uh, rest of the week and bye. Okay, welcome to this segment. Now it's about the um, Todd Bowley. Um, like what you talk about the controversy or the um the idea he proposed, right? It was at the assault um conference. It was at the conference it was talking about? I think it was talking about a lot of other stuff. He talked about um Chelsea's academy stuff, his plans for Chelsea, and all that. But there was one interesting that's and was talking, talking about proposing a north versus south kind of um, arrangement, where yeah, you know the northern team play against the southern teams. In the Premier League at the end of the season, something along those lines. So, so it's, it was basically suggesting that you know, um, the, the English League could learn from America, from from the Ameri- from American sports, you know, in how they run this. So, yeah, that that kind of thing. Now, obviously, <laughs> when that when the whole thing was um, when when I think it was on a Tuesday, and when that whole when that idea when the quote hit the social media space, I mean, I was has been talking about it. Everybody's been upset, obviously. And then you hear the usual stereotypes about, you know, Americans. Always these Americans coming to Americanize our sport. You know, these Americans coming to, you know, ruin our coming to ruin our sports. You know, this American America and their big man complex. You know, this mentality about Americans, because most people think oh, Americans, you know, watch the sports, you know, do not try and talk and suggest I mean, we all know very well that whenever, whenever Americans talk about the goat of sports, they always mention some Brady and and you know players. When you know, even though the rest of the world do not view this sport as that because people don't watch that sport, but that's a whole convention for another day. But this is my take on the whole thing, right? I personally think that I personally do not like it. I personally do not. Um, uh, first of all, the English league, the rivalry in the English league is I don't know, I don't know about the rivalry in the NFL, in the U, in the uh, on major on major league Baseball. I don't know about the rivalry. But the rivalry in the English league, I'm very well aware of all of all this, so I know very well, you know, what it's about. The rivalry is so strong; it's not these guys are not friends. Yes, maybe they play with each other at national team level, but club level, I mean, when they pull up that club shirt, you know, it's really serious. And you know, a lot and a lot of fans. First of all, if you watch um, the Premier League, if you watch the league, one that makes the Premier League very powerful is the fact that a lot of fans are really attached to their teams. Right, so you could see a fan, season ticket holder for 50 years, going to the ground since the 1970s, going to the ground since the 1960s. They yeah, are like that, who so have been going to the ground since they were 8 years old. I mean, you're stretching as far back as the 1950s, 60s. You know, these people have basically seen it all. So, you know, so their fans that are like that. So, if you're telling them things like that, they're like, wait a minute, what's, what is this guy telling us? I, I don't like what I'm hearing. So, for, so are, those are attached to their teams and this is one of the reasons why there are people who will always renew their ticket because it's affinity with the teams, we know very well of the Jordies, and the Newcastle fans, how they are so attached I mean during the Mike Ashley era, before this Saudi Arabia take, Saudi takeover, during the Mike Ashley era, despite the awful results, the relegations and all that and they went down multiple times, they were still filling up St James's Park. you know the fans, the Geordies were still there, it's like a religion for them, they were always showing up so if you're gonna bring up an idea of maybe a club, now if that's judges, if you look at with um with us Arsenal fans Arsenal and sports we know very well that they are not long rivals and they hate each other very well. Now the fans hate the player hate do not like players of who play for either team. I mean I've seen this multiple times, you know. Um, maybe England are playing at national team level maybe if Hurricane scores and I've seen one where national fans are like nah I'm not celebrating you know, it's, you know it's that serious and then imagine how you know then imagine which helps fans so there's that already there's already like mini and mostly there then you go to Liverpool, Man United and most recently Man City you know there's already a rivalry between these ones now maybe if a Man City player scores you know there's already so I'm trying to understand the the, the large band because the affinity is not going to be there it's going to be like another dead rubber game except you're going to be playing except the the fixture is going to be is going to be watched by maybe um fa- fans who are not who are who are tourists who are foreigners who are not the that league the, the way this the way this the only way i think this thing can actually be successful is if maybe fans are attached to players rather than teams so for example in the us i from what i observe obviously i'm not don't, I'm not very knowledgeable about how their sports work. I don't watch it, but I'm very well aware that they are people, they are footballers they are fans who actually get attached to players, right? So LeBron James, for example, where LeBron James go, they go. There's no, I've seen this from from, from, from Twitter sometimes where they talk, you know, where LeBron James go, they go. You know, if you attach it to maybe this player, this player is playing for this team, they're not really attached to teams as much. I mean, I think there's Lakers. I don't know how they have basketball stuff. But I've seen this LeBron James would trade and even. Um, what's this guy's name again? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ um, Durant, Kevin Durant with trade teams Their fans are attached to them uh, This guy with plenty beard, what's his name? What's in his name? I don't know But, you know, even and Antetokounmpo, right? Maybe the team he's currently with, for example Maybe there may be fans who are attached to teams But what I observe is the way the American sports have seen A lot of the fans get to attach to the players and it's, it's not like us in England. The only players who, the only fans who get attached to players are fans of that team. Maybe the odd one here and there, but it's not really as common as you think. So I'm trying to understand the economics behind it. If, if has the team going to be filled up? Because it's very likely not going to be. Because you know, most what are they coming to see? You know, if it's north versus south, no, there, no, there's that that affinity is not there. So nobody's coming to say, okay, Haaland is my favorite player. For the northern team i want to watch Holland. so you are marketing this team to tourists that's basically what you're going to be marketing this match to come people say you want to replace community shield if you want to replace the community community shield the reason it has that attendance well whoever whichever team is in that final tends to uh, attend the fans of those teams, so maybe liverpool man city you know what is they are the ones who co- attend who come to that stadium so once you once you, you see that they are really' to finish so that's why my that's my argument. That's why I don't think. Apart from the fact that I, I do not like the idea, that's why I think one of the reasons why I think this thing will not be as successful as people are trying to propose. You know, it's it's coming up as an American idea, and I'm I'm not going to come here and be stereotypical and say oh American. No, no. I, I think maybe it's he's not very much aware of how the football culture works. Maybe that's that's why maybe he has taken and really understand and see. Maybe it's not as transferable as people. listen. The Premier League has learned from as American Americanized before. If i have being honest, right. They have actually taken some American elements, you know, in the way they do their sports. I mean, I think those halftime shows, those halftime stuff, those. Stuff, if you if you look at the Premier League, I think I was watching. Was I, I think I was watching the show of Premier League one time, and we were talking about how, you know, they were trying to generate money and how the Premier League was having issues with money in the 90s, right? Because at that point in the 90s, the best players were in Syria. The best players. That's why um, Platt after the after Italian 90, the likes of David Platt went to Italy. I think he went to Bari you know, so it's not really a new team. Most of the best, players, if you check Italy, AC Milan, the why Milan of the Champions League, the best players were in Italy. We're in Italy. You know, Maldini, Barresi. You know, all these guys, they were in the Holit um I'm forgetting their names. But most of the best players, so German best players were in that league. So. In the 90s, when Premier League was being proposed, and you're talking about how to generate money, a lot of they had to look at the American style and how to how they worked, and then they had to adopt some of those tactics to generate money. So I can understand it's it, it there are things you can learn from other leagues, other the way other other sports structures, the way it worked. There are things you can learn, but it's not everything you can really adopt because it's not everything that's transferable to another place, to another entire you know country entirely. Something you can really transfer, it. so that's why I don't really think it's gonna work. I know people will say, Oh, injuries, I don't I don't think that's a, that's a good enough excuse for why it's not going to work. If you say injuries, well, it's just one game. And if you if you say you're gonna replace and from what I think from Karagas, was it Caragas' tweet? He was totally suggesting that it replaces the community shields, right? So, if for example, if it was just a game. The community shield, if the community shield still goes on, but with that particular game, going, I would have said, okay, the injury argument would make a lot of sense because of too many games on your body. But if it was even if you bring up the idea that it was replacing the community shield, well, I don't I, I I don't that's for the reasons I just gave, I don't think it would work. Right? Now also I personally I don't really like the whole idea about it. The rivalry in football in England just would make it not work at all. It's dead on arrival. But I uh, think football is so tribal, like I said earlier, that it transfers to national team level amongst fans. So who's going to chair the team nobody, nobody's going to chair any team there's no favor nobody has any there's no player then people support teams because of players yes but it's the team you end up getting attached to eventually so it's not like it's the player if the player leaves that's why it's a whole different and also then you should, forget, should never forget is this right in england in football in europe for example players can leave the league and go to another country entirely right so you are not really a league in america do they really they don't really leave america and go because it's america major league baseball um american f- football basketball right they stay in america nobody basketball players will not leave basketball in us and then travel to maybe croatia they hardly because america in for these sports america is the creme de la creme for these particular sports major league Major league baseball basketball all these these sports america is the creme de la creme for it so it makes a lot of sense and fans can still follow these players because it's in the same country obviously it's a very big place but fans can still follow their favorite players, so that's why I personally—that's the reason. Those are the differences. Why I think that that can't really work at all. It's not about just the emotional reason of oh, oh it's, you know, i don't think that's what it can work. But listen, it's one of the the dangers. I, but one of the dangers of when I put I put dangers in quotes, though. Quotes because dangers of you know when you when you when the, as long as there's foreign investment, these ideas will always pop up. I mean, if I'm putting my money somewhere, I'm going to be proposing ideas that i really think oh i think this could work i think this could work and sadly you're going to get a kind of backlash this is not the first this is not the first time you know when you're in the, you're in the sports you're in this is like you, but we're going to hear something like this again maybe not exactly this but what they might say okay let's go ahead and read, but let's reformat it and then let's talk about it and also, if it's gonna be a charity thing, I i don't know if it's gonna work because that like again, that whole north versus south thing will likely again market it to a tourists. And how many tourists will fill up the stadium? Maybe they might, but are they gonna get up? Like, I mean, if you're gonna play at Wembley, for example. Are they gonna play like 50,000? I mean, I think Wembley is, like 60,000 50,000 seaters, can't remember how many, but. Can you get that amount of tourists in one stadium at once? It doesn't I don't think so. I don't really think so because even when tourists appear, it's still fans. Who fans are still everyday match going fans are still the one who will still um, attend. Who will still show up in the stadium, show up in the grounds, and do what they have to do to support their team, not player individually. I think I've gone around this point multiple times. Also, before I, go, I want to talk about the hypocrisy, I think there's a bit of hypocrisy also from a lot of football fans. There's a bit of hypocrisy. And when I was very careful to not say to not talk about the nationality of Boli, I think it was very, I think the cheap shot. I really do. I think it's, it's quite lazy to just jump at that and say oh he's an American da, da, da From what I've observed, and the way, you could argue that the way he runs the way he's running Chelsea, um you know, the, the speed at which he sacked Thomas Tuchel, um the, the way he's revamping things so quickly. Well. The, the, it's it's quite shallow if you use that as a conclusion because when you look closely as the way, the way he's running Chelsea right, you can understand that oh he's trying to once he gets two i I'm sorry Grand Potter in because it's one the Grand Potter even when they were signing korea right, it asked into asked for insight into his style of play so it means he has been planning to make a change of manager even further so two K was going to be sacked anyways even if two K wasn't sacked now was going to be sacked. So, K okay, was not going to be a long-term manager. Let's just accept that, right? So if it's not going to be a long-term manager, he was looking at Grand Potter. Now, it happened so soon, unfortunately, and he had a reason to just pull the trigger, right? He found a reason to pull the trigger so quickly or so early. Even though, whatever you think, whether it's too early, whatever, that's a whole different commentary for another day. Back to what I was saying. Then also, I think I'm seeing where you're saying oh, they're interested in bringing in, um, trying to lure Lewis Campos from, um, from um, PSG, right? So... You can understand that clearly. He knows what he's trying to do, and he's quite a football person. I think during that Champions League run, sports run, I think he was cheering sports. I think he's a sportsman. I don't know if he is, though. But I read somewhere that he is, and he was even on sports Twitter trying to interact. Anyways, I think he was trying to do a take about sports. Anyways, that's not why I'm here. We're talking about this one. So you can't really say he's doesn't really know. I think it's quite shallow to just make that conclusion. Oh, it's an American trying to Americanize the sports. The sports already Americanized. I mean, the elements of American sports already in EPL you know, things that you learned from doubt, that, they that were implemented in EPL back in the 90s, like I said earlier, so it's not really like that. But what I'm saying is this, right? You know, there's a bit of, there's a hint of hypocrisy. Like I said, there's a bit of hypocrisy with football fans. You know, with, there's only English, apparently, yes, there's obviously going to be English investments. I mean, I think Blackburn in the 90s or English investment, sports are owned by an English team, unique, unique in, in, English um, ownership, right? Enoch. I Think Everton, where I mean, Fayed Moshiri is um, is, is Iranian British, right? So he, he's English, he's British, or basically that's entirely, and even um, Be- Bill Can Wright, also, you know, so basically that whole arena is, is is that in that. So their teams are owned by English. English investment. Now, there is um, Abu Dhabi investment, which is Man City. Now, I think one of the reasons why a lot of People are not really upset at them because maybe they are not really trying to do anything, trying to influence, influence it as they want to influence as they want to. Maybe that's why. Then there is also, I think, there is Saudi investment with Newcastle, and um, there's American investment already with Liverpool, Manchester United, and even Arsenal. So there's really those investments in there. So even there are any investments i like had already. So it's so I think we saying that people, when people say. He's um, an American trying to, you know, bring about, trying to change sport, da, da, da. They were already Americans in the league, you know. They've not, they didn't, they didn't really try to do anything, you know. They didn't really try to do much, so I don't even understand why people are jumping that hook, So maybe it's just, maybe it's just Todd bully on his own trying to do, trying to do things on his own. So it's not really, I don't think it's about that. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I I, mean, I think I don't think it's the last we hear of it. I think, it I think we're gonna hear another idea similar. This particular one, I would say no. I know there's one on the funny side. I saw the Sky Sports um, North versus South team that they suggested the North would smoke the South. Listen, I checked the teams that we, that will be on the South. Right, I think the teams the only good teams in the teams that will be South are Spurs, Chelsea, and Arsenal. These are the only good teams that are South, right? So the rest on the South, I think, is West Ham, there's Fulham, there is um. Crystal Palace, there is um ah I just can't remember them was in the league um Palace, there is Southampton, there is Bournemouth, there is um Brighton, right? These are the teams that are down Now the ones up north, Jesus Christ! I mean, there's Liverpool, Man City, Man United. Um, um, there's these guys already from up north. I can't remember them already. I remember them, but these three guys I've mentioned, right? I mean, even if you remove my netting, yeah, the other two are enough to really form a team that can really best the scenes from south, right? Even I'm trying to remember another team from up north, I'm trying to remember them. I mean, there's nothing on forest there. There is, um, there's nothing on forest. There's Newcastle. There's Newcastle. There is, um, oh, Jesus Christ, I, I can't remember all of them at the moment, though. it's just not clicking yet. I think there's wolves. There's wolves, there's villa Vill- oh, v- wolves and villa. Okay, wolves and villa are down south. I think they are the midlands, I'm gonna of anyways. Bottom line is you you get what I'm trying to say. From the northern side, the teams are clearly better, right? The go- um teams are clearly better, down south teams are very better. So it's going to be a lot more. It's gonna be. I think the north will smoke the south. That's just what I think. <laughs> it is what it is, it's just a fact for me. And then you know obviously even the best manager is up north so there's no way it's it's just gonna be very boring i don't really think it's gonna be fun i think it's 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 a, it's a match maybe they except they want to play it in maybe saudi arabia or somewhere it's, so it's just gonna be like a maybe one maybe like in the us when they play icc for example all these kind of tournaments they just take it there that kind of thing but then again which means that the football is going away from the everyday fans and you know it's it's that kind of thing i don't you know but i personally think. This is just my talk. I from I, I don't know. Like, and that's only reason why I don't like it. Also, you know, the game's going away, away from the fans. The game's already away from the fans already as it stands. I mean, you're doing that to further, you know, stretch that. But yeah, but well, that's enough today. That's my thought on the whole um, bully on, on the whole I mean, kind of controversy in quotes or what is bringing about controversy in the last two three days. And I, I think that's just my take on the whole thing. Um, thanks for listening. Um, have a nice rest of the week. Yeah.